Hey, this is Pastor Walt here from Impact Church in Lake West, Florida, and I'm putting together these podcasts about um, end-time events and asking the question, uh, should we even be concerned uh, about end-time things? Um, And today, I'm going to be talking about some things right out of the book of Revelation. Um, I'll be talking about Uh, things that Jesus had to say in Matthew chapter 24 25 what can we expect to see Uh, what 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 are the signs of things that are to come and um, so this is an interesting study I truly trust that you plan on listening through all of podcast two uh, but then all of the ten that are upcoming God bless you In the Bible, the Gospel of John, chapter 14, verses 1 through 6, in the New King James Version, Jesus said, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. And where I go, you know, and the way, you know. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going, and how can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So, No one in the annals of human existence has impacted mankind like Jesus. You can look back in any uh, encyclopedia or non-biblical historical resource, and you can find that Jesus lived. Even those who do not believe that he was God's son admit that this person, Jesus, actually lived and endured the Roman form of execution, uh, uh, crucifixion. This is the second of 10 podcasts that I am doing to speak on answering the question, should I be concerned about the end of things as we know it? Should I be concerned about end times, the, the, the end of what we know? In my first podcast, I I highlighted the importance of scripture in the Bible and how prophecy already fulfilled validates the Bible and how we should understand prophecies yet to be fulfilled. Let me say it this way. The, the, the fulfillment of prophecy in Jesus's miraculous birth is important to understand. The fulfillment of prophecy of Jesus's death, burial, and resurrection is important to understand. Understanding the prophecy regarding Jesus's return, his future return, is equally critical to us today. The prophecies regarding Jesus's birth were proven to be true. The prophecies regarding Jesus's death, burial, and resurrection were also proven to be true. The prophecies regarding the second coming will also be proven true. It has not happened yet, but just like his birth did happen as foretold, and just like his execution, burial, and resurrection did happen as it was foretold, 
Jesus coming back to this earth will happen just as it was foretold. You and I will want to be ready when that happens. Why? Well, let's reference 2 Peter chapter 3, verses 10 and 11. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in which the heavens will pass away with a great noise, and the elements will melt with fervent heat. Both the earth and the works that are in it will be burned up. Therefore, since all these things will be dissolved, what manner of persons ought you to be in holy conduct and godliness? It all boils down to this. Those who have chosen to live for God will be free from the terrible things that are to come. Those who have not chosen to live for God will experience all of the terrible things that are to come. And the flip side of that same coin, uh, it boils down to those who have chosen to live for God will experience all of the wonderful things that are to come. Those who have not chosen to live for God will be denied all of the wonderful things that are to come. Jesus is the only way to God. So we need to find out what he had to say. In the book of Matthew, chapters 24 and 25, Jesus really gives us uh, a good picture of what's going to happen, what's going to be coming in the future. And he also gives a parable. We, we call it the parable of the fig tree. And Jesus says, now learn this parable from the fig tree when its branch has already become tender and puts forth leaves. You know that summer is near. So you also, when you see all these things, know that it is near at the doors. Assuredly, I say to you, this generation will by no means pass away till all these things take place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will by no means pass away. So that bodes the question uh, when Jesus tells us, when you see these things know that it's near. So what, what things was Jesus referring to? Uh, Jesus gave a, a list of items that are going to happen um, before um, the end happens. And I, and I want us to take a look at this list of items that Jesus gave. He, he speaks about it in Matthew, but also in the book of Mark and the book of Luke. He, he speaks about the beginning of birth pangs. And if we take these scriptures and, and put them all together, we find that there is a list of things Jesus says that is going to happen. He speaks it prophetically. And he says that these things are going to happen. And when we look at the parable of the fig tree, we need to know that we're going to see these things happen and know that the end is near. So what did Jesus say? He said that false Christs were going to rise, that there's going to be a deception of many. And we, we have seen already uh, in the news, people who have uh, said they're Jesus again, they're people that are uh, claiming to be messiahs of, of different types. Jesus said that there would be wars and rumors of wars. 
And we, we look at, at revolutions, commotions, disorders. Um, these obviously are part of uh, any given news cycle. Uh, Jesus said that nations would rise against nations. And if you look at the Greek there, literally Jesus said ethnos would rise against ethnos, ethnic group. Um, racism is going to be on the rise. And we, we see that um, all over the planet. Jesus said that kingdom would rise against kingdom, and that's uh, geographical uh, borders against others' uh, borders. He said that there would, there would be famines, there would be scarcity of food. Jesus said that there would be earthquakes in various places. And again, if you do a word study on that, it, it doesn't just mean uh, quaking on, on land, uh, it also means tempests. It means airs. It, it, you know the, the rise of of hurricanes and tornadoes. Um, so these things are going to happen in various places. Uh, but Jesus also said that there would be pestilences. What does that mean? It means there's going to be plagues, diseases. There's going to be pandemics. Um, right now, as I record this, we are uh, in the midst of this corona pandemic, um, and there's there's going to be a rise of these things. Jesus said the generation that sees all of these things are going to see the return of Christ. I believe that the return of Jesus is fast upon us. I believe that we're quickly coming to that broken bridge that we talked about in the first of these podcasts. We talked about the, the Sunshine Skyway Bridge and how it was uh, destroyed and how vehicles just went over the edge and, and people died in that accident. And, and I, we parallel that to now. We, we know that people are going down life's highway and uh, folks are just not too concerned about the end of things. They're not asking the question, should I be concerned about it? No one knows when Jesus will return. I believe that we can look at the uh, the leaves of the fig tree, like Jesus said, like the parable says, and we can know that the time is rapidly approaching. Maybe you can just ask yourself in your own heart, do I believe that this time is coming? What, what do I believe in my, in my inner self? Now, there's always those that kind of scoff at this teaching. There are those that do not believe it, um, but I would give a warning um, from the Bible in Second Peter um, where he says, knowing this first, that scoffers will come in the last days. It's, you know, the Bible already tells us that when the that last days are coming, there are going to be people who scoff at it, walking according to their own lusts and saying, where is the promise of his coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of creation. But the writer continues to say, but beloved, do not forget this one thing, that with the Lord one day is as a thousand years and a thousand years as one day. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise as some count slackness but is long-suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. The Bible continues to read, but the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, 
in which the heavens will pass away with a great noise and the elements will melt with fervent heat. Both the earth and all the works that are in it will be burned up. Therefore, since all these things will be dissolved, what manner of persons ought you to be in holy conduct and godliness, looking for and hastening the coming day of God, because of which the heavens will be dissolved, being on fire, and the elements will melt with fervent heat. Nevertheless, according to his promise, look for new heavens and a new earth in which righteousness dwells. Now, my friends, I'm not trying to create panic and fear. Um, what I'm trying to do is cause us to look at the word of God and see that in the future, uh, there's so much to, to know and, and we don't need to be fearful of it. We need to rejoice and be thankful that that uh, we are soon to be in God's presence, but our hearts must be right with him first. The truth is, all of humankind will have a date with destiny. All of us will come to the point where the bridge comes to an end. Those who choose to live their lives for God will go to be with him where he is. But those who did not choose to live their lives for God will not. So in my next podcast, we're going to be discussing what the book of Revelation has to say about what is coming. And I promise you, you do not want to miss it.